you are listening to Speaking with One Voice with Pastor Rodney Payne. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or would like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Or you can simply search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. Hi, I'm Pastor Rodney Payne and I am your host. I want to thank you for joining us for this week's broadcast. Just a couple of announcements before we get started on today. I want to remind you that we have our annual marriage retreat coming up April 4th through the 6th, 2019 at a cost of $350 per couple. You can register by going to our website, uh, www.onevoiceinc.org, O-N-E-V-O-I-C-E-I-N-C.org. Listen, you don't want to miss this opportunity to invest in your marriage. See, this particular retreat is different uh, in that you're not going to be asked to expose or air your dirty laundry, so to speak, but rather you'll have three days of intense training along with fellowship with other couples and a time to retreat and enjoy yourself. So come on, let's get registered today. Join us as we go on our annual retreat. Also, additionally, I want to remind you that yes, our books are scheduled to ship this week. So we expect to have books in hand for our second project, 90 Days of Believing God, uh, the devotional and journal. And so I want you to get your hands on that. You can also order that via our website. And just know that if you'd like me to come to your organization and open up and do a teaching on it, I'd be happy to do that. And you can also book us at our website. So uh, with that said, that's our information for this week. Now let's hop into today's broadcast. What a topic. Today I want to talk about toxic relationships. That's right, toxic relationships. Now, when we think of uh, relationships, we think of good, bad, healthy, unhealthy, uh, fruitful, or unproductive. But today, I just want to simply talk about toxic relationships. We know that uh, toxicity is a contaminant that really uh, devalues and destroys a relationship. And so I want to talk about kind of maybe identifying what a toxic relationship looks like, and and then let's talk about how to navigate or even how to exit them, if you will. So the first thing about a toxic relationship, most of those happen as a result of me, the individual, having a problem with my self-worth, uh, self-value, or self-esteem, or a, a hereditary unhealthy environment, so I never experienced a proper environment. So when I am in a situation where I really can't understand or identify what a healthy relationship looks like or even have a proper perspective of myself, that's going to put me in a position to where I'm more vulnerable or exposed to toxic relationships. As a rule, most relationships don't start off toxic. They typically grow into a toxic relationship. Uh, so, so let's look at this thing we call self-worth, self-value, self-perspective, or even self-esteem. How do you view yourself? Remember, typically you will view yourself based on your belief system. Now, your belief system is the complete sum total of everything you've experienced in your life to a certain point. And at some point, we begin to reproduce or repeat, if you will, 
what we have learned or what's been deposited into us or what we begin to accept as truth in our lives. So our mirror is often foggy from the very beginning because of unstable beginnings. So at some point, as a an individual, we have to take uh, ownership of our own view. We have to take responsibility uh, for how we see things in the world. And, and, and so that can be a very big challenge when Typically, what you are going to see has been deposited by those who are most close to you and those you love the most. So when we think about any types of abuse or abnormal use, it typically comes from, uh, normally comes from someone who is close to you and or has access to you. And so that gives them the opportunity to begin to shape your own self-perspective. So sometimes we're going to have a com- have to have a complete reset, if you will. So let's talk about this self-evaluation. How do I see myself? Well, let me help you. Uh, Before you see yourself as you see yourself, I want you to listen to me. Uh, You are valuable. If you have to repeat that out loud to yourself, put your hand on your chest and say, I am valuable. Now, you may say to yourself, how can you tell me to say I'm valuable when you don't know what I've been through? Well, let's just say in my belief, I believe you were created with a value that came with you. You have value within you, even if it's been suppressed, even if it's been abused, even if it's been uh, taken advantage of, even if it's been misused, you still have value and you need to see yourself as valuable. Um, So uh, when you think about how you assess your value, you really have to have something bigger than someone else's opinion. So uh, you can't determine your value based on how another person who is in the same boat as you sees you. It's important that we establish a hierarchy, a standard uh, belief system that allows me to assess my value based on something other than what other people say. Uh, For me, I got to be honest with you, my personal value is assessed uh, with God as my standard. So so as God is my spiritual standard, uh, as my creator, my value is determined by what he says about me, not what others say, think, or feel, or do to me, but rather it's how he assesses me. So uh, without going too deep into a spiritual component, I just want you to know as a standard, that's where my value is determined. The fact that others had designed to themselves to destroy me, to remove me, to take me out, to not promote me, to hold me back, to, to have things in my life that stop me, that, that are roadblocks in my life. With all of that, I've still been able to make it to a certain level simply because of my value. So I cannot see myself as others see me, but rather I have to use my standard in my own spirituality. So in looking at, at my value, it becomes now that I know I'm valuable, it really It's my responsibility to commit myself to understanding my value and then increasing my value. But you can never increase your value if you don't believe in your value. So so all of us were put here with a certain purpose, and so it's up to me to develop that. So I end up in unhealthy relationships or toxic relationships because I have a toxic view of myself. So see yourself as an overcomer. See yourself as valuable. See yourself as one with purpose. See yourself as one 
tailor-made by God to, to impact this planet. See yourself as someone who is an overcomer, a conqueror, who is able to make it through uh, whatever situation comes before you, and also see yourself as one who is able to add value to someone else. Now, when you take time to get a proper assessment of your value and begin to believe in your value and then commit to the development of your value, at that point, then you can begin to consider relationships. Uh, so let me hop into this topic a little more. I wanted to kind of set the stage with a, with a personal perspective or a self-worth. Uh, let's look at um, how we allow others in our process. So many times, uh, many people are motivated by how others feel about them. So how someone feels about you uh, can kind of determine what you do or don't do. Now, there are many people who will tell you, listen, don't worry about how others feel about you and don't focus on how they feel about you. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, it makes a difference to us how others see us, view us, or feel about us. Uh, but I want you to know that when you have a proper perspective of yourself, then you will set the tone for how they treat you. And so as we look through this process of, of how others treat us or, or understanding uh, how toxic relationships begin, you can't expect someone else to treat you better than you're willing to treat yourself. I have to say that again. You cannot expect someone else to treat you better than you're willing to to treat yourself. Some of us are in toxic relationships with ourselves. Some of us are overeating. Some of us are, won't exercise. Uh, we won't read and get better. We won't study our craft. We won't uh, maximize our opportunities. We, we live apathetic lives that, that cause us to, to blame someone else for our present plight or condition. When the fact of the matter is, if you're not willing to invest in becoming better yourself and, and, and treat yourself properly, then how can you expect someone else to do the same? That is so important. And I want to us to get that if we don't get anything else uh, on this particular broadcast, we have to be willing to love ourselves, to care for ourselves, because when you do that, then you will be able to also receive the love that someone else offers. Now, let me just put a footnote of clarification here. We have those who are lovers of themselves at the uh, at the peril of someone else. In other words, they are so caught up in themselves that they miss the value of others. That is an arrogance that is not attractive, and that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is not one not devaluing themselves uh, on purpose uh, so that you uh, become apathetic, depressed, and and as a person who underachieves all the time. What I'm saying is you have to love yourself and appreciate who you were created to be. And when you appreciate those things, then guess what? Those who come in your life will also appreciate you. So let's talk about relationships. I, I, when we say relationships, obviously we think about uh, man, woman, we think about partners, we think about coming together uh, in, 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 a, in a life situation uh, like marriage. But when I say relationships, I'm talking about your personal friendships. I'm talking about uh, your business partnerships. I'm talking about, yes, your relationships. I'm talking about um, environments where you work. I'm, I'm talking about all types of relationships. And what happens in relationships is, is that we have them set up in unhealthy manners and they become 
toxic. So uh, let me just dive into a business partnership, for instance. If you have, if you want to go into a business partnership, there's a few things you have to understand to avoid toxicity. Uh, one thing, you can't teach passion. So when you go into to a, a business situation with a business partner, it's critical that that business partner come with the same level of passion you have for the business. Because what typically happens or what usually happens or in most cases happens is that we come together and we're inviting someone else in to our passion. But we can't teach them our passion so they don't end up caring as much about our business as we do. So what they end up doing is they let you do all of the work or they use you for your skill set, but they were never really bought into the business. They were bought into the idea of having power, influence, and money, but they were not bought. They were not completely bought into the idea of a partnership uh, because a partnership, uh, no matter what the percentages on the LLC document read, a partnership has to be 100-100. You have to be willing to give 100% and your partner has to be willing to give 100% in, in favor of the business so that the business never fails. But too many times in partnerships, uh, the, the workload distribution is not equitable. Uh, one person almost always does more than another person, which leads to bad or toxic business deals. And many people can't understand that you can work with someone without them being a partner or a owner of your business. And so uh, some services we're trying to pay, we need to pay for, but we offer a percentage of the business for because we don't have the funds to pay for it. Well, you create an imbalance in that business relationship, and so it becomes toxic. So you want to watch out for partnerships uh, where someone else passion may not meet your passion for what you're doing. Let, let, let's move on um, to talking about friendships. Uh, this one, I, it may take me too long, but I want to touch here. Uh, friendships become toxic because one person gives more than the other. Uh, that's simply how it works. Uh, friendships become toxic when, when, you're, when they, uh, you consider them to be your best friend, but they don't consider you to be their best friend. That happens many, many times uh, where someone feels like they're closer to you or, or you feel like you're closer to them uh, than the relationship actually really is. And so let me help you with that. Uh, we have to begin to be willing to uh, receive people uh, to their capacity receive people to their capacity. So uh, when it comes to my inner circle, I have very few people that I would consider to be inner circle people because the price of inner circle friendship is very, very high. So in order to be in my inner circle, that means that I have to be able to call on you 24-7, no questions, and trust that you will be there for me and tell me the truth. Even if you think it's going to hurt my feelings, you got to be willing to tell me the truth and to be in my inner circle, you have to be willing to do the same. In other words, you got you can call on me anytime I want to show up. You got to be able to count on me to tell the truth, and you've got to be able to trust that I'm going to be there for you and have your best interest at heart and tell you the truth, even if it hurts your feelings. That's a very high price to pay. And quite frankly, most of us don't have uh, the capacity to handle a large inner circle. Um, but I think that many of us try to serve at a very high inner circle capacity, but we don't, uh, we, we don't like it and we feel bad when someone doesn't, quote unquote, return the favor. So 
I've got a method, a process that I use, and, and, I, and, and if you would picture in your mind, uh, if you were to, to cut a tree down that has some age on it, a tree has some, some years, and, and you look, go back to your science experiments uh, in, in early uh, grade school, you learned how to count how old a tree was by the anum rings of the tree. And so in the center, you count out the number of rings represents the number of years of the age of the tree. I use a very similar illustration on how to deal with my inner circle to avoid toxic relationships. Um, So what I have learned to do is I allow people starting on the outside of that tree coming into the core, the center representing my my inner core, my circle, uh, my close circle, that's where the inner core is, and the outer core, the outer bands, are are different levels of relationship. So what I have learned to do is I allow people to come in as far as they can handle. I don't invite them further, nor do I hold them further back. I allow them to come into their capacity, and then they stop. So Someone may come in at the very outer barrier, and that's where the relationship ends, and that's okay. Some may come a little closer, and very few may actually make it all the way in, but I don't expect the same thing from everyone. So how the relationship doesn't become toxic is that I only expect you to perform at the level of your capacity. In other words, I'm I'm not going to expect someone who's an outer barrier person to perform inner circle duties, and that way you can't treat me or say to say things to me that that are only for inner circle because I don't expect you to be there for me. So when I have a major crisis, I'm not going to call you for you to let me down and abuse me because. I know that's not our relationship. Now, I'm not angry with you, and I'm not upset with you, and I respect the relationship at the level we have it. And and that's good for both of us, and it's healthy for both of us. But at the end of the day, we have to understand, listen, this is as far as this relationship goes, and I don't have to announce that to you. I don't have to tell you that. I don't have to send you an email or a briefing of where you rate in my life. I just have to know where you rate so that I'm not offended or frustrated or disappointed in your performance because I know what level I've allowed you in and you showed me that that's your capacity. And and so the question becomes, can we grow beyond that? Can things? Absolutely. Someone can start on the outer barrier and end up in the inner circle that you would never believe would end up there. But that takes time. And I let that happen naturally. So I'm not going to tell you my whole life story and let you tell me your whole life story. I'm just not going to do that. So it, it becomes important for us to identify in a healthy friendships and relationships. Not everyone is inner circle. Not everyone is inner circle. And so uh, I, I'm, I, as we move forward, I want to say this. There may be some toxic relationships that you're involved in. And, and, and understand, today's broadcast has nothing to do with marriage. I'll deal with that on a different podcast. But, but today, I want you to understand, you may be in some toxic situations. And, and, and every toxic breakup does not necessarily require notification. I, I want to say that again. Every breakup in a toxic situation, and I'm not referencing marriage here, does not require notification. Uh, There are people who are in your life at whatever capacity and whatever level that may not need to be there. You don't have to call them and have a Dear John conversation with them. If it's a toxic situation and they're in it for selfish gain, they will normally begin to move themselves out of the way as you disengage 
in the everyday foolishness and drama that they bring to your life. I want you to get that. It's so important. Listen, toxic relationships. I'm out of time on today's broadcast, believe it or not, so I may have to come back and do a part two on toxic relationships. But I thank you for joining me on today. I thank you for listening. I thank you for subscribing, and I thank you for commenting. And you know what? Also, I'd love for you to give us some ratings so that we can grow this podcast even further than we have. Uh, it's been my pleasure to be with you today. I am your host, uh, Rodney Payne, and I want to thank thank you just so much for, for listening for a few minutes. And if this podcast did anything for you, you know what? Share it with somebody else. And also, uh, shoot me an email. You can reach me at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. So we want to deal with these toxic relationships. We're talking about self-worth, self-value, self-perspective, and healthy relationships, and even healthy partnerships. You can become better when you believe in yourself. The first step to overcoming toxic relationships is going to be to have a proper, healthy relationship with yourself. Thank you so much. Join us next week and we'll talk more about toxic relationships. Make it a great day and you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. So go and get it done. God bless. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow me on Instagram at Pastor Rodney Payne, on Twitter at Pastor R. Payne, and Pastor Rodney Payne on Facebook. Remember to hashtag Speaking with One Voice on any of your posts. We appreciate you liking and sharing this podcast to help us grow this opportunity. Thank you so much and make it a great day.